brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Then we're on the road with the Rough Riders. Joe Womack was our strength coach. And he was rooming with Ron Este. I'm coming down the elevator with Joe Womack, and he is man, he is so mad. And I'm like, what's wrong, Joe? And he goes, you wouldn't believe what Este did. He's in his underwear, and he emptied the minibar. Smarties and the Kit Kats thinking it's free, thinking it was a gift basket. And Joe looks at me, it ain't fun. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. It's me, the champ. It's the RP Show. Wednesday, right? August 23rd. Welcome live on Game Plus Television and the radio, WQEE Atlanta, where we are Atlanta's NHL show. I'm very proud of that. We're at Century Downs Racetrack and Casino, where a very big night starts tonight. The World Professional Chuck Wagon Association World Final. That's where I'm at in beautiful and rainy today, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Joining us from Toronto where they fashion themselves as the center of the universe. We welcome Darren Moose-Dupont, who survived, who survived the Bernie Nichols Foundation Charity Golf Classic yesterday. How you doing, Moose? I thought it was very nice of you to call me on your way home from that to say you were safe, you were fine. Sounds like you had a great time. I did. Barely survived, if you knew the guys that were there and how they behaved. No, it was a great time. We had a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, it was, it, it was great. Uh, lots of good stories coming out of the day. Okay, so who were some of the more hockey celebrities that you saw? Just tell me, tell me, tell me. I'm so jealous that you were there with all the hockey guys. And probably not just hockey guys, but how was it? Yeah, it was, it was really great. You know, um, Bernie obviously put on a great show, and, and he was the, the king of the day. But uh, Matthew Barnaby, Brad May were there, and those two are thick as thieves together. And uh, getting into all kinds of trouble, having all kinds of fun at the same time, that was great. Uh, Gary Lehman was there. Uh, he told some great Screaming stories. Screaming Gary uh, Lehman. Yeah, yep. he was really good. Uh, it was a lot of fun seeing him there. Um, there were others as well. Um, um, and then, you know, from our show, good to see Rod Black was there. He's been on our show a bunch. Ken Reed was there and had a lot of nice things to say. Um, shocked that, you know, he kind of knew I was in the area from watching the show, but uh, uh, had a good chat with, with Ken. And uh, Damon Allen was there, too. Uh, told a really good story about um, you know his first experience in the Canadian Football League. So uh, it was a really, really great day. 
Sounds like a great gang. That's the Bernie Nichols Foundation Charity Golf Classic. Moose was there representing ourselves and Bet Regal, our exclusive betting partner. And uh, listen, go give Bernie Nichols Foundation a follow on Instagram because they're doing great things there. And the Pumper Nickel is a great friend of mine. I'll just tell you this before we go into these. We got a lot to get to today, so settle in, everybody. Refresh your coffee. We do have a live studio audience here at Century Downs. We're here to entertain you. But I went out last night for wings to Cochran to a place called the Texas Gate. Moose, you saw my Instagram story on my personal Sure, it was wing night. They didn't bother to tell us it was line dancing night. The place was that? jammed. As Lauren Mulliken would say, my good friend, the former head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks, wall-to-wall, 18-80, blind, crippled, and crazy. It was like walking in that scene from Star Wars where you walk in, you know, just the bar. <laughs> All shapes and sizes, ages. I'm like, this is wild. But I was having a meeting in wings with a... Um, broadcast executive and he just said it's great to see what you guys are doing on the rp show everybody in alberta is talking about the rp show and he said you guys are kind of like the craft beer of sports talk if people want to support the little guy if you want to call me the little guy i'm okay with that as long as you're calling me something because if you don't want to support the big brands the big corporate greedy buggers support the uh, the little guy <laughs> and the craft beers if that's what it is which by the way Kevin, the medium, and I have a tour this afternoon at the Common Crown Brewery here in Calgary this afternoon. He's making me drive because he thinks he's going to get liquored up in the middle of the afternoon on a Wednesday. I said, Kevin, the Don't medium, jump do in the barrel. Want. Yeah, yeah, and I said, I'll be the safe one. I'll be the voice of reason. Anyways, I could sit here and talk about this all day. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? We'll get down to business. If anything... If anything tickles your fancy along the way, you can write us on the EMJ Marketing text line 902-518-3033. EMJ Marketing, providing the right keynote speaker for your event. Contact Joe at emjmarketing.com today. Number one, we open with the Blue Jays. Brandon Belt hit a two-run homer in the 10th inning, and the visiting Toronto Blue Jays got us. Speaking of, I was watching a national network today, and the talk show host sat there and just read stats and numbers into the microphone, into the camera, for an hour. If that's what the big brands think is entertaining, <laughs> I'd rather be than this, because I won't be that. But I will say Brandon Belt homered, two-run shot in the 10th. Blue Jays beat the Orioles 6-3 in a two-game. Dalton, uh, uh, sorry, a key game. Dalton Varsho also hit a two-run homer for the Jays, who stretched their winning streak to three games. Closer Jordan Romano of Marco Ontario recorded his 31st save of the season. The teams the Jays are trying to catch to earn an AL wildcard playoff berth all won on Tuesday. The Tampa Bay Rays rocked the Rockies 12-4. The Houston Astros beat the Red Sox 7-3. And the Mariners, with their eighth straight win, defeated the White Sox 6-3. And for those that hate the Yankees... Their losing skid, he uh, hit nine games for the first time in 41 years as Tommy Canely allowed a go-ahead homer to C.J. Abrams with two out in the eighth, and the Nationals claimed a 2-1 win. So, <laughs> if you don't like the Yankees, now's your time to celebrate. Moose, I can't wait for the NFL season, but I also can't wait for college football. I just wanted to read this. During the final season of the college football playoffs, four-team format, the Empires will strike back. That's their prediction. Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. 
have made more college football playoff appearances than any other schools through the nine years of this postseason system, but only two combined in the past two seasons. The Crimson Tide, Tigers, Buckeyes, and Sooners are no longer the safe bets to win their conferences like they were through a good chunk of the last decade. Number one, Georgia. Listen up down there in Atlanta. They've bullied their way past fourth-ranked Alabama, my team, to the top spot of the Southeastern Conference and the sport in terms of rankings. And the Atlantic Coast Conference, number nine, Clemson's gone two seasons without making the playoff and now faces a legitimate threat in number eight, Florida State. Number two, Michigan, that's Moose's team, has displaced number three, OSU, atop the Big Ten. And number 20, Oklahoma, that's Kevin the Medium's team. They're coming off their worst season in more than two decades, slipping into the crowded pack of Big 12 hopefuls after being a clear favorite for years. So in this last season, before the playoff expands from four to 12 teams, Georgia is an overwhelming favorite to win a third straight national title, according to Bet Regal Sportsbook and Associated Press Top 25 voters. So, for those that care, FAU Owls, Florida Atlantic University, under the guidance of first-year coach Tom Herman. Their stadium is within driving distance of my house. Did I drive you by the stadium, Moose? I, I did, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. So, beautiful 35,000-seat brand-new stadium in the middle of nowhere. Just plop there. You can walk to it from my house. They're the 96th-ranked team in all of American college football. So not a lot's expected from the FAU Owls, but that's okay. I'm going to be going to every game. Alabama's my team. Your thoughts on the college football season as we get set for kickoff? It's going to be interesting because there's a lot of movement coming after the season's over and stuff. We talk about the expanded playoff and what's happening with Texas and USC. So I'm curious to see the Trojans look like they're going to be back in the mix. That's going to be a lot of fun. We all remember the great Rose Bowl of 2005 where it was Matt Leinart and Vince Young. So good to see USC back in the mix. First time it feels like since like the Pete Carroll days. And and Michigan, you know, now has the upper hand on Ohio State. So can they get back to the, the championship under Jim Harbaugh to the playoff and maybe take a run at Georgia. Uh, it'll be interesting because the big question with Georgia is quarterback with Stetson Bennett gone to the L.A. Rams. So it's going to be a fun season. I really can't wait to get it kicked off because the conjecture, the BS, the poppycock is too much. How many times did we hear Jim Harbaugh was leaving Michigan over the last two years? Yeah. And now they're in the top five ranked. He's not going anywhere. Can we just play games well, the Canadian Football League is. So as we move into point three, Montreal quarterback Cody Fajardo is set to return to action when the 6-3 and three Alouettes visit the 8-2 and two Winnipeg Blue Bombers on Thursday night to kick off week 12. Alouettes coach Jason Moss confirmed Fajardo's availability at practice yesterday. Fajardo had missed the last two games with a left shoulder injury sustained during week nine against the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Can we spend a minute and talk about the splendiferous play of the Montreal Alouettes this year. Their general manager, Danny Machocha, came out this week and accredited it at all to Jason Maas, the head coach. Jason would not be comfortable with that. He would bestow all the plaudits to his team. But they won those two games without Cody Fajardo. They found a way. They've won four in a row overall. I said their record overall is six and three. Mine, Cody. My Cody. We'll be back under center. This is the game of the week, and we'll talk about that in a second. The Alouettes have scored the most fourth-quarter points of any team in the Canadian Football League this year, so they finished strong. Matt Dunnigan 
predicted a Montreal-Winnipeg Grey Cup when he was on this show prior to the season. We almost sent him for a drug test. And now look. So, hey, this is a Grey Cup preview Thursday night, maybe, now that I think about it. It might be. It might be. And that's the interesting thing. You know, when you see Caleb Evans come in and play so well, this team doesn't see a drop-off. It's not a slight to Cody Fajardo. That's more of a... No. You know, this team's got a great culture. They've got good athletes everywhere. They've got a great next man up mentality. Um, you know, things that are building. Do we still look at Montreal and talk about them in the same breath that we do Winnipeg and Toronto and up until a couple of weeks ago, BC? Um, I don't think we do. I still think we think Montreal's in that second tier, and I think they like that, a little under the radar. But they're quietly going about their business, 6-3, and three, and it'll be real. I'm really curious, and not to get ahead of ourselves, but I'm really curious about this game and how they play against Winnipeg. Speaking of getting ahead of ourselves, from some of the audience, from back the Bombers, he says, Bombers are number one from Calgary. The guy's in Calgary, but is a Bomber fan. Scott writes in, he says, will Edmonton win two in a row? And at home, at least. Hang on, precious. We're getting to it. Arlen Bruce the third writes in, he says, I'm looking forward to college football as well. Hey, RP and Moose and the medium. How many games or years should the players who got caught gambling in NCAA get? Arlen Bruce the fourth was one of them. A.B., they shouldn't get any games. They should be sent for treatment, whatever it is. When I say treatment, be sent through a course. Just like yeah. me and driver's head. I've been through that sucker a couple times, and I'm still driving. I never got punished. I saw the error of my ways. I said, you give me my driver's license back or don't take it from me. You'll never see me again. And guess what? They didn't. So you ask how many games should the coaches and players get? They should get none. They should be sent through a program. I'll lead it if you want. Addiction awareness specialist here. Have the uh, education to prove it. AB's getting us off, off track. But it's his question. What do you think they should get? That'd be a pretty good poll question, actually. But what do you think, Moose? Yeah, I think, you know, not necessarily games, but I agree with you on, on going through the program. And maybe, maybe you have to do it right away before you're eligible to play again you know, and create a little urgency to like take the program that week, that couple of weeks or whatever, or you, or the only way to continue playing is if you're enrolled in the program. I agree. It should be about helping the players move as opposed to just punishing them with no education. Cause this is more than just a, I made one mistake and oh, a slap on the wrist is going to make me stop. It could, it could be worse than that. So I think the education stuff is, is really important. We live in the cancel culture world. I understand all of that. But, A.B., tell your son, if he wants to talk to me, I work with NCAA athletes. I work with Florida State High School Athletic Association athletes about all kinds of substance and behavioral problems. What should they get? They should get nothing. They should get at least one strike before they're suspended. But that's just me, and what do I know? I'm just a podunk hillbilly from the farm. That's what everybody tells me. You don't know anything, Rod. By the way, I saw this uh, tweet from Dave Naylor saying, uh, Terry's here uh, in our live audience, and he said, Naylor tweeted, the CFL is the only league that he routinely gets asked by fans, how's the league doing as, a, as much as they want to talk about the games? And he goes, it's also the only league that I get thanked by the fans for covering. Terry's one of them, right, Terry? 
every time I see him, it's like, thanks for what you do for the CFL. And I'm like, I don't feel like we're doing anything. I want to talk about it. I enjoy it. You know what I mean? So I'm not doing anything yeah. heroic here. Uh, nor it's Naylor's job, for the love of Pete. He's just doing his job. I'm just doing my job. That recovery business is the noble part, but the really nice thing is they weave together really good. By the way, our CFL coverage is brought to you in part by Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beer. Check them out at SoberCarpenter.com. And a little later on in our CFLPA player segment, player spotlight, we'll be joined by Saskatchewan Rough Riders kicker Brett Lather. And our CFLPA spotlight's brought to you by Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beer. If you love the taste of beer but don't want the alcohol, that's the choice you want. I got a fridge full of them sitting in Boca Raton, Florida right now. I can't wait to get home to them. But I never really cared for the taste of beer. I wanted to get wasted. I hated myself, and the alcohol got rid of that. You know what I mean? So yeah. we changed that, thank God, Moose. We'll talk a little more when we come back after this first break about the poll question, which is for Key Auto Group, which is Canada's game of the week in the CFL this week at the Key Auto Group. You can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. Your uh, choices are Montreal at Winnipeg uh, Thursday, Friday, Calgary at Toronto, Saturday, Hamilton at BC, and Sunday, Ottawa at Edmonton. Running away with it is Montreal at Winnipeg on Thursday night. A great cup preview, as we mentioned. Calgary, Toronto is a rematch of the 1971 Grey Cup. Remember that one, Terry? He sure does. Joe Theismann, right? And the 2017 Grey Cup. But here's the thing, that the only thing the CFL is missing is media coverage. And that isn't really their fault, Moose. I was watching CTV Calgary Morning Live today while I was working out. Here's the story they had. The ice has gone in in the saddle dome. And they showed the guys painting the ice. And they said the Flames are one of the last remaining teams in the NHL that they still hand paint the ice. And I'm sure the Stampeders are sitting there going, uh, we're over here, we're actually playing this week. <laughs> but you can't make the media talk about what they're going to talk about what they want to talk about. So anyways, yeah. we'll be back. We're only halfway through the quick six show topics. We got our NHL Metropolitan Division prediction coming up. So I see Ryan from New York State has texted in. He may or may not like my predictions for the Met Division this year. We got NFL and the uh, Canadian Open women's golf lpga championship teeing off this weekend i know you have a connection to that so we'll be right back we're live on the game plus television network wqee radio podcast and youtube live Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino in Calgary. The World Finals get rolling tonight. 7 o'clock, the wheels turn. Opening ceremonies around 6.30. I'll be in attendance. So I'm in Calgary. Co-host Darren Moose-Dupont is in Toronto. The show is being directed in Saskatchewan, produced in Toronto, and airing all over North America and on the radio in Atlanta. How about that? And I wanted to mention this when I mentioned Terry here. Terry, he says he wants to be referred to as Terry the lawyer. I'm like, you want you want that? <laughs> he says, not really. Uh, you, did you, you want to rethink that? <laughs> Most would hey, not be if, proud of that. If what? he wants to be Terry the lawyer, then he's got to start uh-huh. being Terry the lawyer. We got work for him to do, so <laughs> we oh, yeah. can put him to work. No, I hey, everybody bangs on lawyers, but my lawyer, Bill Howe, and he's not dead, but he's retired. <laughs> Do you know Bill? I, he <laughs> I gave that guy a lot of business over the years, and he was fantastic for me. I love him. I love him. You hear how much I've talked glowingly of my lawyer, William Howe, right? Yeah. He's like my surrogate dad. So, yeah, I don't have much bad to say about lawyers. I've, everybody else does. That. Everybody hates you, Terry, but I don't. thanks he says from john ohm ohm in winnipeg he says i love the cfl as do i but they gotta love themselves they gotta they gotta do better the commissioner said that the stats thing would be figured out by the first week of july we're now in the last week of august they still don't have it figured out Troy in Toronto says, Rod, we love you just the way you are. That's why your loyal listeners tune in every day. I'm glad I know the new Rod and missed out on the old Rod. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't want to know him. (laughs) Hell of a lot of fun, but, uh, yeah. Casey in Winnipeg says it was announced by the Bombers in the newspaper that the club has donated 535 new helmets to high schools and local clubs to help keep costs down. Way to go, Blue! Right James on. in Morton, Manitoba, checking in. He says, I'm watching the RP show and playing Sega Genesis this morning. A little NHL 94. Sega! <laughs> remember that, Moose? <laughs> yes, remember I remember it. And that was perfect. Sega! Uh, that was oh, yeah. perfect. No, the first NHL one was 94. Oh, NHL 94 was like the last before the woke crowd showed up. And the cancel culture. Because remember, they would fight and there was blood on the ice and the hits. Oh, yeah. It was so great. There was Winnipeg Jets back in that. Uh, Keith Kachuk days. Nikolai Habibulin as a Jets goalie. It was just amazing. So, yeah, thank you for checking in. Uh, Make a note of that. I'm we got to clip that. Chad Yanchiki says over 30,000 tickets have already sold for the Bombers game Thursday night. Carlos in Indianapolis says that might need to be on a case-by-case basis. Betting on your team is different from betting on a different league. 
And last one I'll read before I jump back into getting on point. John in Saskatchewan says, Craig Dickinson had the best game coaching as head coach of the Riders in his win over BC. Got to win one of the two versus Winnipeg to keep the seat cool in the Rider Nation. Thirsty for the playoffs. Go read my commentary today, John. It's at rodpeterson.com right now where I talk about the Riders being far, far ahead of where I expected they would be at this time of year. I thought they would only have one win approaching Labor Day weekend. So they're far ahead of that. Kudos to Coach Dickinson. And John uh, in Rosetown says, Good morning, RP folks. Congratulations to Brandon Hagel locking up an eight-year, $52 million deal in Tampa. Sounds like he's loving life in Florida. Another SAS guy makes good. What is there not to love about Florida? I'm getting sucked into the pool of comments. I could sit. I don't want to sit here and be the guy that reads text messages all day. I'll read one more. On the EMJ Marketing text line, Kirk in Toronto says, Rod, is Moose going to the Argos Stamps game Friday night? They're expecting the largest crowd of the season. CNE game. Are you going, Moose? I am about... 70-30 leaning towards going to the game. Not decided, but leaning towards going. Partly because that ticket gets you into the CNE, and I'd like to check that out, but partly because we got some friends, uh, mutual friends of yours and mine that are going to be at the game asking if I'm going as well. Moving on to point four, NHL Metropolitan Division predictions from the RP show. We went through the Atlantic yesterday and got basically no argument. I would love to get our viewers and audiences and listeners, I uh, thoughts on my Metropolitan Division prediction and yours, Moose, the Carolina Hurricanes, who probably won free agency this summer, I have predicted to win the division for another year. They win it every year. Number two, I have the New Jersey Devils and their coach of the year, Lindy Ruff. They were the surprise team, but they never did lay off the gas all year long. Upsets in the Stanley Cup playoffs, New Jersey number two. Number three, the Pittsburgh Penguins. I initially had them to miss, but then I thought about it for a second. Your boy Kyle Dubas is there now. He's got something to prove. They made the Eric Carlson trade. They got the band still together, obviously, in Sid, Gino, and Latang. So they've gotten better. And yes, they did miss last year, but they won't this year. They're third. Number four, the Washington Capitals. And that might just be because of my man crush on Alan May, their television analyst. I'm not sure, but I've got Washington fourth. And then the cutoff line below that, Islanders, Rangers. Rangers lost Kane, lost Tarasenko. It's, they're done. Fire their coach. Second last, Columbus. They're still not going to be good, but I'll, I'll say, because I'm a Mike Babcock fan, they're going to be a little better. And then last place, the Philadelphia Flyers and John Tortorella. Old school coaching just ain't working. Even though a lot of guys don't know Torts and have played for them, love them. Where's who is Philly going to get ahead of in that pack? So I don't think it's wide open. I'm got room for the debate, but those are my predictions. Moose, who are yours? I've got Carolina number one. I think we're all pretty consensus on that. I think they're going to they're continuing to get better. Um, I've got New Jersey number two. I think they're a group that continues to to really push, and they'll challenge Carolina. I've got the Rangers higher than you. I've got them third. Um, I think they may have the best goaltending in the NHL or really close to it. They've got really good goaltending, so I think they got a shot. Pittsburgh fourth, 
Um, they'll get better as the season goes on. I think they'll be a slow start, but they'll be better. Um, I've got the Islanders fifth, the Capitals sixth, the Flyers seventh, and the Jackets in eighth. Do you feel they're not going to be any better at all? I feel it's going to be a tough... I think this is a tough division, too, at the top. I think Carolina, Jersey, Rangers, Penguins, Islanders, they're all good. They're all good. Uh, 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 uh. Those are our predictions. What do you think, folks? Today we're talking about the Metropolitan Division in the National Hockey League. We'll get into this more with John Shannon when he joins us later on. Sportsnet. Hockey Night in Canada, great. John Shannon will be with us an hour or two to talk about these and other things. I appreciate John in Rosetown informing us that uh, the Arizona Coyotes have extended Alex Perigny to a three-year extension. I mean, why not? Somebody's got to coach him. Or, sorry, Andre Perigny, former coach of the uh, 67s. I know who he is, but, I mean, come on. Scotty Bowman couldn't coach that team into the playoffs. Somebody's got to coach him, so... Kudos. Uh, what else do we have here? Yeah, I'm going to go back. So I'm going to move to the National Football League now, Moose, if that's okay. Other than Herb Lemaire is watching in Melville, Sask. And he says, all I can say is enjoy the Chucks. He writes in on the EMJ marketing text line. I am very much looking forward to the Chuck Wagons. As I was talking to Terry, the lawyer, about one thing about this town of Calgary... And we mentioned it with Brendan Parker from Flames TV yesterday. They don't just say they love the Chuck Wagons and Rodeo. They live it. it. It's not a thing to do type thing. It is what they do year round. They love the Chucks. They love the Rodeo. They love anything to do with a the horse. They love it. Makes a lot of sense now why their teams are named the way that they are. The Cavalry, yeah. the Stampeders, right? Point five, Baker Mayfield has been named the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, ending the competition for Tom Brady's old job. The number one pick from the 2018 NFL Draft prevailed over third-year pro Kyle Trask. Mayfield is with his fourth team in just over a year. I saw our good friend, David Sanchez, opining about this on TSN. And I do miss NFL Network, but that's fine. I'll get enough of it shortly. He was saying how Baker flamed out in Cleveland and Carolina. Let's just talk about Cleveland and Carolina. Who hasn't flamed out in Cleveland and Carolina? That's not a Baker Mayfield problem. That's a Browns and Panthers problem. Because what did he do in L.A.? Showed up on a Tuesday and won on a Thursday? Because Matthew Stafford was hurt? Like, I don't get the hate on Baker Mayfield. And I don't know if it was Davis or who. Somebody made a good point. He wasn't probably supposed to go number one overall anyways. That was a major shock when the Browns took him. So maybe he's not a number one overall talent. So the expectations and pressure are all there, but... I just love Baker Mayfield. I've said it, Darren. You've seen me say it. You'd have to put a bullet in that guy just to get him to quit. He ain't never, ever going to quit. And I love him. So I, I like the Bucks. I want to get up to a game or two in Tampa this year. I'm happy for him. I don't think the team's going to be very good, but they're in a bad division. They got a shot. Sorry, Atlanta. Your thoughts on Baker Mayfield taking over? Yeah, I think we were all, you know, kind of wondering if Kyle Trask was going to be able to take the next step, and maybe he is. I think, you know, Baker's the right choice, although I think the leash will be short. If if he's not, you know, good a couple of weeks in, they may go to Kyle Trask. But I thought, you know, Baker in Cleveland, he was really good at times, especially early in seasons. I thought he was accurate and poised and early in games. It's just about... 
you know, being more consistent. If he can find some consistency to his game, he has a chance to be good. And the Bucks have a chance to win a division that's that's kind of up in the air right now with the Saints, who are maybe the favorite. The Bucks and, and, and the Panthers are challenging as well. Challenging for what? Have you seen Bryce Young in the preseason? Like, I feel sorry for the kid. And again, I'm an Alabama guy. I'm cheering for him. Carolina's bad. They've been bad for everybody who's gone through there for a very long time. So, again, I don't put that on Baker Mayfield. I put that on the franchises. What do we think Cleveland's going to do in, frankly, the toughest division in the NFL with Deshaun Watson at quarterback, who, let's be honest, ain't the most stand-up guy What's Cleveland going to do? You going to hang that on Baker Mayfield? They're going to be last place in the AFC North. They, they have to be in a division with <laughs> that includes the Bengals and the Steelers. Sorry, I'm getting off track. But hey, <laughs> from the EMJ marketing text line, Ray writes in from Tryon, North Carolina. He's watching on the Game Plus television network. Hi, Rod and Moose. Ray Henderson here from Tryon, North Carolina. Go Blue Jays and Blue Bombers. Winnipeg wins tomorrow night, but Montreal covers. Thanks for being the CFL commissioner in the USA. Hey, I like that. (laughs) I'll take that. Thank you, Ray, in North Carolina. Tomorrow we'll be playing deal or no deal. I have the robe here ready to go. No crown, but I do have the... Tomorrow is deal or no deal. But you can vote right now, Trey, if you're... uh, Sorry, Ray in Tryon. You can vote on Twitter right now if you're a Twitter guy. On the game of the week, everybody seems to think it's a great cup preview. Montreal, Winnipeg, Thursday night. Moose, I'll see you in hour two. See you then. Our CFLPA player segment is next. Presented by Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beers. And we'll be joined by the kicker of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, Brett Lather. We are live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino in beautiful Calgary, Alberta, Canada. The World Professional Chuck Wagon Association World Finals open tonight. And we'll run through the weekend. Tickets still available at showpass.com. It's one of my favorite times of the week here on the RP Show. The weekly Canadian Football League Players Association Players Spotlight. Presented by Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beers. On his bye week, Brett Lather. Saskatchewan Rough Riders number 12. One of my favorite players. And all of pro football joining me today on his bye. How you doing, Brett? What's up, bro? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. It's been too long, man. It's good to hear from you. I've got, we have a lot of catching up to do. So let me start with this. How's the bye week going? Where are you? Did you sneak back to Nova Scotia or what do you got going on? 
No, I'm staying in Regina for this one. Uh, honestly, I've been golfing every single day, so I'm just enjoying it right now. Uh, just getting ready to, I guess, go on the final stretch here and uh, hopefully go on a run in November. But um, I'll be home for Christmas uh, in Nova Scotia this year. Gotcha. Well, Brett, by the way, if they were voting right now for MVPs, you're mine for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I've been on record of saying that. I've always, and that's with my head and my heart. Um, you've had a pretty good season, I would suggest. Can you talk about the team's season and then your, yours individually? Kind of been up and down for both. Yeah, no, it's uh, honestly, uh, I think it's great where we're at right now, especially dealing with some early adversity. Um, we showed a lot of depth at a lot of key positions too. And I think if the season just goes smooth and everything goes right for you, come the fall, it's, it's tough to win. So uh, it's good for a lot of the younger guys to go through some of the growing pains early. And um, we kind of feel like we might just be hitting our stride. And um, the quarterback depth right now has been great over here too. So, and I feel the same way personally. Got a little bit of a, I guess, rocky start. Someone consider just a couple 50s not dropping, but um, been rolling since. And Korzak and Jorgen and those guys are making my job easy. So um, just having fun out here trying to put the ball through the uprights. Can you talk about your, well, not even through the uprights. How about your 85-yard rouge to win a game? Let's just talk about that for a second. That's a wild way to win a game against Edmonton way back in June. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was a crazy uh, ending. Still, still feel bad for Sims there. Obviously didn't know the rule at all, but um, yeah, I just tried to put one up there and um, it was more or less trying to keep them from getting into short field goal range and kind of caught a hold of it, got over the head and um, to win like that, it's something I haven't really seen before on a kickoff at the end, but uh, just glad we got the win. It's two points. That's why I've got you voted as MVP, because these are walk-off victories provided by your leg. There is three very tough jobs in the province of Saskatchewan. That's the premier, the quarterback of the riders, and the head coach of the riders. They've largely always been pretty good on the kickers, to be honest with you. Um, but for Dickey, it doesn't matter what. They're going to be on his butt no matter what, because it's like that in Dallas with the Cowboys fans. It's like that with the Dolphins and their head coach. But he's been pretty good to you. What's your relationship with Craig Dickinson, Brett? Yeah, I mean, Dickie's part of the reason why I'm um, still playing pro football back in 2018 and, and giving me a shot. And um, He, like a lot of guys, takes a lot of flack in, in this province, but um, he knows, like myself too, I don't want to speak for him, that, uh, you know, it's because people care. So um, I'd rather be here where people care and um, they're on you when you're not doing well and they're praising you when you are. So uh, there's lots of highs and lows and um, maybe outside the dressing room, but in here we keep it pretty even keel and um, uh, the room's tight this year and I think we've shown that we're not really letting anything slip in or anything like that and you kind of have to in the in the bubble here in SAS but uh, he's doing a great job and, and so is J.O. And, and Reynolds and everyone here and um, doing a great job blocking out the noise and just trying to handle what we can and uh, we're only halfway through the season so you know we didn't we didn't lose a great cup or anything yet and we're just trying to get into playoffs and um, I know it's, if you're one of those six teams that get in you have you have the same shot as everyone else. He's uh, just a good, good, good person. I also know the fans don't care about that, right? So uh, I just, I'm pulling for him every week. Uh, Brett, on a personal note, in one of the broadcasts recently, they said Brett Lowther is one of the, one of only two remaining Ticats from 2013 Grey Cup, which you played in Sask and lost. Sorry to bring up a wound, 45-23, but 
Does that feel like a lifetime ago for you? Yeah, it does feel like a while ago coming out here. Um, I'd never really been in Western Canada before that. Had no idea what to expect. And um, that week during cracks and stuff, like just how cold it was, it was crazy. The game was pretty nice, but that feels like a lifetime ago for sure. And hopefully uh, still a lifetime ahead here playing too. So I'm just enjoying the ride. It's kind of surreal to look back and think about that sometimes. But um, just thankful for like friends, family uh, sticking with me for all those years and the ups and downs and um, thankful for the fans and everyone out here for giving me a shot in this team and this organization. Well, I completely spaced out after they said you were one of two. I don't even know who the other is if they said it. Who's the other one? Do you remember? I mean, I know Simone Lawrence was on that team. I think uh, oh, there you go. Jeremiah Soli, too, is still there. Um, so there's still a few guys playing. Greg Ellingson, he, he's still a guy, too, that's around. So, Okay, maybe you're one of four, something like that. Hey, I got to ask you this, too. Touchdown Atlantic looked like a heck of a lot of fun, except for the game for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. How, how hard was it for you? to answer those questions after the game where the Argos licked you guys pretty good and the media is asking, how did it feel to play at home, Brett? It, it felt like you were biting your lip answering those questions after a loss like that. Yeah, I mean, obviously the only thing you care about is winning or losing, especially as a player, but um, there's two sides to everything and, you know, trying to grow the game and grow the league and feel like a bit of responsibility as a player to try to lead this league better um, than when I came in. So just wanted to go out there and try to give it good answers and stuff like that as well. But um, it, it was awesome for friends, family, everyone to be able to come. And I think it was a big hit besides really um, us kind of taking a beating from Toronto there. But uh, it's been a lot like our season, you know, we've, we've had a couple like that and then we've been able to bounce back and we've been in some pretty close games and stuff. So uh, health or the touchdown Atlantic was awesome and health facts besides the loss and um, all we can do is keep moving forward how often do you get asked if the cfl is going to expand to the maritimes and what do you say yeah i mean that's a that's a super common one uh everyone's always asking at this point now um i used to feel like i knew a little more before COVID, and that was actually going to happen and at this point it's uh it's tough to really say i still hear some stuff behind the scenes but uh, I feel like a broken record myself, so I'm just at the point where if it happens, it's going to be awesome. Um, if not, it doesn't, so um, hopefully it does, but I feel like uh, there's going to be an announcement about a yes or no like this year, so um, it'll probably either put it to bed or else it will be uh, something that's going to happen in the future. There won't be any more wondering after this year. And last one, how did your charity hockey event go you told me about it ahead of time and of course i was gone in florida when you played it how did it go i mean i don't think it could have went better i'm actually going to the the first meeting um right after this call for for next year and uh it was such a big hit that we've got people signed on for multiple years now as sponsors um all the feedback from the players and um the post review we did uh couldn't have went better upstairs i know it was a lot of stress and headache for a lot of people behind the scenes for the first year to to get something like this off the ground but uh for me uh my heart was full after that it was a ton of fun we raised 25k in the very first year to donate to kids sport across the province had so many 
volunteers, so many people helping, and uh, now going forward, I just think it's going to be bigger and better, and um, we kind of got the ball rolling, which was the, the hard part, and uh, each and every year, I feel like it's going to be a, a lot more fun. There's some cool things I can't really talk about yet that we're going to announce this year, too, and um, yeah, hopefully you can uh, make it up some year, because it's a, it's a blast on the ice and off the ice. We had a lot of fun after bringing uh, Bagger and Gats and a bunch of the boys back in town. It was a uh, it was a good time. So um, I can't really say enough about it and all the people that were able to pull it off. Just uh, a big thanks to all of them. That's amazing. Well, I'm very proud of you for doing that. And someday we'll tell the story. I don't even know where we were. You might have to remind me. But <laughs> you leaned over to me and said, "You know, Rod, I'm a better hockey player than I am a football player." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> do you remember where we were? <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I'm we sure. Were, I, I probably had a few too many drinks in me and was just uh, talking about <laughs> No, I don't <laughs> think that was that. I don't think it was. All right, Brett, enjoy the rest of your bye. Appreciate the time. No, thanks again, Rod. Appreciate you having me on. Always a fan here. Brett Lather, Saskatchewan Rough Riders kicker in our weekly CFL Players Association Spotlight, presented by Sober Carpenter, non alcoholic craft beers. We'll be back with a sports update and audience takeover when we return. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Live from Century Downs, Racetrack and Casino tonight. It all gets rolling. The World Professional Chuck Wagon Association World Finals. We'll see you here tonight and tomorrow. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just jumping all over the place. Kevin the Medium writes in. Kevin, you're coming down here, right? I'm expecting to have you on the air in an hour or two. I hope so anyways. And then we're going for that brewery tour this afternoon. So I've got you scheduled in. I've got you scheduled in for segment two of our two, Kevin the Medium. How about that? How about that? But Kevin says, the way this guy Lowther kicks, he reminds me of the best ever, Pasaglia, who was his mentor as he started into the league. We'll have to check with Brett on that. I never heard. Can you confirm? Uh... I will get to the sports update in a moment. From the EMJ Marketing text line, John in Rosetown writes in and says, uh, Brett, Ryder Nation has got your back. Keep pounding those beauties through the post. Ryder Nation has his back as long as he's making field goal. <laughs> they love you. Winner tie. Jim and Belgoni writes in regarding the question earlier, what should happen to NCAA athletes who gambled on games? I said uh, nothing. They should be sent through a treatment program on gambling and addiction. And if they do it again, then they can face a suspension. Jim writes in and says, home run, Rod and Moose. Education always before punishment, unless the offender refuses to change. 
Enjoy your day, all. Yes, it's a very enlightened approach that not many have. Thank you, Jim, for agreeing. Sports update, the Toronto Blue Jays are seeking their fourth straight win as they square off against the Orioles tonight. Jays scored a 6-3 win in Baltimore last night. Pitcher Kevin Gosman gets the start for Toronto. The Jays still a game behind Seattle. They won their eighth in a row last night for the third and final American League wildcard spot. From our curling friends, breaking news today, Curling Canada has named Danny Lamoureux its new interim CEO. Lamoureux was an executive with Curling's governing body for 25 years before retiring earlier this year. He replaces outgoing CEO Catherine Henderson, who is taking over as president and CEO of Hockey Canada next month. Former Maple Leafs forward Peter Holland is attempting a hockey comeback with the Colorado Avalanche. The 31-year-old who announced his retirement last year has reportedly signed a professional tryout contract with Colorado. Holland played 266 NHL games with the Leafs, Coyotes, Ducks, and Rangers. The sports update for Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, strays abandoned on the mean city streets by his low-life owner, Doug. A naive but lovable dog named Reggie falls in with a fast-talking, foul-mouthed Boston Terrier and his gang of strays. Determined to seek revenge, Reggie and his new canine pals embark on an epic adventure to get him home and make Doug pay for his dirty deed. Starring Will Ferrell and Jamie Foxx, in theaters now, strays, Landmark Cinemas. That sounds like something I might do tonight. Moose will be with us for sure in hour two. And then John Shannon of Hockey Night in Canada fame, Sportsnet fame, but just a uh, rebel rousing hour one. Thank you to Brett Lowther of the Rough Riders. Moose, who will rejoin us again. We will be right back after this brief pause on the Game Plus Television Network and WQEE Radio, The Key.